Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, Day 178. It's now been five years, seven months, and 15 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm back at beautiful Descanso Gardens, ready to find a new spot to record the show. And I looked all over and I finally found out why they took the bench away from the old dry riverbed where I used to love to record this show. And it's because the tree, the beautiful oak tree that used to shade it, either had disease or fire damage and so they had to chop it down. Very little of that tree is left and it made me quite sad. I thought about taking a photo but nope, I'm going to let that tree live on in my memory. But. It was kind of fun exploring Descanso because I love the peace I feel and the beauty here that feeds my soul. And today I'm all about breathing and taking in the moment, whatever the moment might bring. So let's take a few seconds to breathe. Then I'll share what that moment of Zen brings to my mind today. Okay, tell the truth. Did you really take a moment and breathe, you know? <sighs> or did you just fast forward like, okay, Lori, let's skip this music and get right to the point, right? What's going on with you today? Well, I landed here right by a beautiful duck pond where there are swans and turtles and ducks and geese and probably more people walking by since I'm on more of a main path. In fact, I'm seeing a really friendly squirrel come by right now. He's probably used to having people feed him some treats. Sorry, squirrel, no treats here, because I'm figuring out my thoughts and I don't have any chips. Well, that scared him off. But I do love to listen to some music that is calming and lets my mind kind of stop its squirrel cage type chatter because I do have quite an active mind, I think most of us do, that tell me all kinds of things, sometimes good things and more often some negative things or even mundane things, things like, oh, did you remember to change this light bulb? Did you do this? The car needs to be taken in. Endless, endless lists of things to do that can take our life from being a pleasure to be enjoyed to just a bunch of junk we gotta get done. Now, we all know that we have to get stuff done. That's sort of part of being alive, is we take care of ourselves, whether it's cook some dinner, clean something up, <laughs> we do need to clean every once in a while, or taking care of kids or parents or neighbors or friends, you know, clean the clothes, pay the bills, all that stuff. But if we let our mind take over and tick, 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 tick our days away, you wake up 60 years old like me and think, what the heck? What do I have to look back on in my life? Or what was my life even about? And it's just a plain fact that at 60, I have many less years moving ahead into the future than I did 20 years ago or 30 years ago or whenever I first felt like, oh, I'm in middle age, right? <laughs> that middle age was really full of energy. I wish I'd known that. Okay, you ladies and gentlemen in your, you know, 30s and 40s and starting to feel that you don't have the energy of a teenager, enjoy it. 
get out into the world, do all the active stuff you want, because, well, you still can be active in your late 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and on up, it does take a little more finagling to come up with that energy. And things do just hit a little bit at a slower pace. But in some ways, I think that slower pace that forced me to kind of calm myself down is why I spend more time thinking about what is the moment right now. And I know we've talked about that in shows past. Like right now, if I sit and think, what moment am I? I'm sitting on a firm bench in a very temperate feeling nice breeze here in California at Descanso Garden because I'm in the shade. The temperature's gone down a little bit, so it's in a more comfortable range for me. The sky is a beautiful color of blue. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's just lovely. It's kind of fun to hear the ducks splash in the water and fish jump in the lake and hear the kids laughing and see the people come by on the path because people are here because they're enjoying the day. You know, they're either taking their kids out or they're taking their constitutional. It's nice to be out in nature where there's also people enjoying that same bit of nature. Which brings me to my second thought today. I'm like, what is it that makes me feel most zen? Well, part of it is getting away by myself and letting my thoughts calm down and just experience the day for what it is. That's something where I feel very zen. But I'm not as lonesome-minded as some people are. Like some of my voice actor friends love to be alone in their booth. You know, doing industrial things or audio books really means hours and hours and hours and hours in your own sound booth at home by yourself reading to yourself. And while that can have its pleasures and joys, for me it's not as much fun as when you get to go to a studio and be around other people and have input on what you're doing and feel like you're in a collaboration. So for me, a big part of my Zen is that feeling of connection, of connecting with other people connecting with the earth and the universe and connecting somehow more with myself. And I think a big part of the pain I felt in my compulsive overeating days where food issues and body issues and what I was eating or not eating or what was on my plate or what could I eat at this party, the pain was I was not connected with myself how I felt about things. Did I want to be at that party in the first place? And if I did, who did I wish to speak to? Was I brave enough to say hello to those people? Did I feel like I had something worth saying? Did I feel allowed to share my thoughts? Did I feel discounted by others when I shared my thoughts? Did I have a lot of fear about that? Did I cover up that fear by having seconds or thirds or fourths of whatever food was available there? Or was I like super good at that party and didn't want other people to see the fat lady eating stuff? You ever done that? Okay, eat nothing in front of people, then come home and make up for it by eating who knows what, bowls and bowls of cereal or bizarre things, you know. 
whatever that might be. I've had those days. The days where what I wanted in that moment was either not attainable or felt not attainable or I didn't have the bravery to even try for it. And part of me, those robot aliens, protected me from even knowing I was feeling that pain by distracting me with thoughts about what I was eating or not eating. Connecting to myself and my real feelings has been the biggest benefit to me and the biggest prize to me so far in this journey. And a few shows ago, I was pondering about gifts. And I was thinking about, in the moment, like there's things in my life that I have some objects or things that I absolutely love and adore, and they bring me joy quite a bit. But if I put myself forward in life and think, okay, here I am looking back on my life and what was meaningful and what meant the most to me, it was about experiences shared with others. You know, it wasn't going on super fancy cruise that floated my boat, but spending time with my relatives on the cruise or spending time with my friends on the cruise. Or it means so much more to me when Mark says, let's go for a walk and we actually go together. Even if we don't say anything, but just the fact that we're together sharing whatever that experience is. So in a way, that's kind of what I'm doing with this podcast, right? I'm here by myself, but I'm sharing it with you. And I figured out that's also why I get so lonesome and discouraged when you guys don't call the Bravery Hotline or comment or share your lives with me back. Like I know in the heyday of this show, probably around the first year, year and a half, we had a lot of interaction going on. I mean, a lot of people were regulars. Now, I think part of it, like we've talked about before, is that we were more on the same page of what we were trying to do or we were new together being brave companions, exploring where no one had ever gone before. And, you know, this show's been going on for just so darn long that a lot of those brave companions have just moved on in their life and are doing something different or, you know, whatever. And the new people coming in, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them, feel like I don't dare comment until I get to the last episode. And by the time they get to this episode, my goodness, that is like, I don't know, months of listening. And so that momentum kind of wears thin. But I'm telling you, BCs, if you're listening to this show, if you have anything to say, I don't care if it's about food issues or meditation issues or Zen issues or just whatever's going on in your life, I'm asking you, please come and connect with me and connect with the other BCs and share yourselves a little more. Because if you do, I know I'll be a much more happy camper and I'll be pleased with that. And I know that the other listeners who like to hear from you will also be pleased with that. And I'm hoping that this show can kind of get back to a more interactive place. Because I'm getting kind of tired of just sitting here by myself. <laughs> so we do have some letters coming up from BCs and people that have caught me up with what's going on with them. And I'm really glad to hear it. And I'm telling you, honest to goodness... That's what I would love some more of. So if you have it in your heart at all, please put on your to-do list (laughs) to be zen and brave and get a hold of us again and let us know how you're doing 
and what you think about today's show. And one of those BCs who updates us today is BC Dave, who tells us about his life after he listened to Day 176. That's the one where I spoke about gifts and played a song that made me laugh. And Dave writes, Hi, Lori. Feel free to share. Vegan zombies laughing out loud. Josh Wordwitter hit it out of the park. Your bonus podcast on gifts really hit home. I love giving gifts, including acts of service but rarely took the time to analyze if the gifts are really needed or wanted. I also wanted to follow up on my last letter. I mentioned that Kathleen had a tournament and worked hard to prepare for it. However, on the Wednesday before the tournament, I woke up and was not able to use my right leg and took a fall with a very full bladder. I assume I slept on it funny. My wife helped me to the bathroom and back to bed. I slept for two hours and tried to get out of bed and took another fall. We called a friend from church, and he came and helped me down the stairs and took me to the ER. At the hospital, they took an MRI and determined I have lumbar stenosis, which is the narrowing of the spinal canal, pinching the nerves to my legs. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and sent me to an orthopedic surgeon. While the pain was terrible, my heart really broke because Kathleen had to withdraw from the tournament. I was her ride and her caddy. I was able to get into the orthopedic surgeon two days later, and we decided to start with epidural cortisone shots. We will try the shots a couple of times, and assuming they work, I will avoid surgery. The day I was scheduled to get the shots, one on each side, was supposed to be the first day of our beach vacation. Although many thought I should cancel the trip, the doctor gave approval, and we went. Now, going to the beach and not playing in the sand and water is far from my ideal vacation. I was surrounded by family and I was able to relax a little to the sounds and smells of the ocean. I took Kathleen out to a new course. I tried to throw and nearly landed on my face. I know, I know, I need to be patient and let my body heal. To all those BCs who participated in the past and those who are just listening, Lori is right. Your participation means the world to many of us. You will feel less alone and less isolated. You won't be judged. You will be uplifted, loved, and cheered for. Give it a try. We are all working on progress, not perfection. This is a safe place to stretch and grow. If you're not ready to share yet, know we still care about you. Lots of love to all. Well, Dave, I am sending you so much love and healing vibes, my friend. I am so sorry about Kathleen's missing her tournament. I know how hard that is. But I am so proud of you for taking care of yourself and still going on vacation and taking in the beauty of the beach. Though you're right, you probably need to slow down and let your body heal. But still, you took the moments that you could, given your situation, which means you're still alive, you're still focused on the positive, and I think that is a fantastic lesson for us all. You know, after last show, I was also thrilled to hear from our longtime friend, Sue from the UK, who writes, I have only just started to listen to this episode as we have had visitors and a road trip of several days to get to our daughter's wedding. I was so excited to hear about your voice acting role that I paused the podcast to write this. I am so pleased for you and doing a happy dance inside. It has been your dream for so long. 
Hoping this is the first of many. Congratulations, XOXOXO. And BCs, her congratulations meant the absolute world to me because I have literally been striving for a professional voice acting role for most of the years this show has been on. I felt like, at last, I truly accomplished an impossible dream, and I was so pleased to share that news with all of you. Louise from the UK also caught up via comment after the last show. Louise writes, Hey guys, sorry I've been AWOL. Life's been busy. Three-year-old mini-beast is on summer holidays at the moment and working hard on following Slimming World, which has been going great for me with real success. I'm getting married in a couple of weeks and been busy supporting my in-laws who've been poorly recently, but are doing well now. I just wanted to say a big thanks to Dave for his lovely comments a few episodes ago. Thank you for your kindness, my love. We are all fighting our dragons, aren't we? Also, thank you to you, Lori, and everyone else who is so kind to me after my slight rant. I hope you're all okay and doing well, feeling happy and enjoying yourselves this weekend. It's rather wet and windy here in Kent. I think August thinks it's October today. Loads of love and kisses, Louise XXX. I reply, Hi Louise, how exciting that you are starting your new life in so many ways. All the best wishes and big time hugs for your wedding and love to your in-laws. Here in Southern California, it is hot, 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 and much as I complain, I might like a little Washington State-like drizzle just about now. Blessings and big smooches to you, XOXO. Sue from the UK also popped in with good wishes for Louise as well. Sue writes, Hi Louise, I hope you had a lovely wedding. It could easily have been the same day as my daughter's. All the best for your new adventure. Exciting times ahead. Best wishes, Sue. And I answered Sue also. Oh, Sue, I'm so very happy to hear from you, and congrats and a ton of good wishes for your daughter's wedding and her new life. I'd also like to give a welcome and a shout-out to our newest BC, who I'll just nickname V, like Valentine, who popped in via Instagram private message to let me know that they were listening, they care, and have similar issues. And V, if you're listening and you give me permission... I will tell your story on another show. Someone else who's been working through some issues lately, especially Zen issues, is our own Mark the Meditator. Well, Mark, thanks for talking to us. Today's show is all about breathing and connection with yourself and others. So I know lately you've been doing a little more meditating. Yes, um... You know, the older I get, the world seems to be like, whoa, it's, I, I, I don't understand it anymore. It's like things are, seem crazy out there. So well, I can't really do anything about any of that stuff, but what I can do is I can do stuff about myself, and meditation is what I do. Has it been helping? Yes, it does help. It, um, it um, kind of a Band-Aid for the soul. <laughs> Band-Aid for the soul. What's your favorite thing about meditating every day? Um, it makes it it actually makes me reflect on what's going on inside myself rather than the craziness that's going on outside myself. And you didn't used to meditate until a couple years ago, right? That's correct. And you're kind of a tough guy. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, but would you recommend that the BCs try it if they've not? 
Well, I think that uh, that uh, most people probably could benefit greatly from meditation, especially if they, you know, have a tendency to have anxiety like I do sometimes. It's it's very good at um, calming one's nerves. Okay, thanks so much. And VCs, if you actually do give meditation a try, Mark and I would love to hear from you and what you thought of it. So leave a comment or call the Bravery Hotline. Thank you. That's all the Zen for now, but today's dance moment is an actual moment of beautiful contemplative music called Zen Garden. Great music for today, huh? So enjoy this moment of flow by stretching your body and your mind to this wonderful piece of Zen. Until next time, take care, breathe, connect, because I really, 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 really care. Peace.